Hello and good morning, my friends. Joe Zenk coming to you, Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, June the 24th. And uh, come to you on a feast day today, and we'll talk about that in just a bit, but it is the feast of St. John the Baptist, the nativity of St. John the Baptist. Um, so uh, it is... Um, it is a beautiful day. Well, it's kind of a cloudy day outside. I'm, I'm speaking to you from my office at Saints Peter and Paul in Kiel, and I wish you every uh, blessing and joy this day. Today, because it is a feast day, we are stepping outside of the uh, typical uh, working through Matthew sequentially, uh, particularly in the uh, Sermon on the Mount. So for those following the gospel today, it is the gospel of Luke chapter 1 verses 57 to 66 and 80. So Luke 1, verses 57 to 66, comma, and then we jump to verse 80. Not many uh, chapters in Scripture have uh, 80 verses in them. Luke Luke had a good story to tell, and, uh, and he packs it all in. So it's, uh, it's good gospel today for us. So let's listen to it. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown him great, his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke blessing, and he spoke blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, again, switching to Luke, and Luke is a brilliant storyteller, uh, of course, wrote not only the gospel, but Acts of the Apostles. And, um, and really, uh, he, well, he knows how to tell a story well. So, of course, today is June 24th, uh, and it is the nativity of uh, John the Baptist. And in when one, of course, thinks back to Scripture, the Feast of the Annunciation, which is March 25th, nine months before um, uh, Jesus is born on December the 25th, what we call Christmas. Um, the angel Gabriel, uh, when Mary is questioning him, says, listen, nothing's impossible for God. Remember that because your cousin Elizabeth uh, is pregnant. Who the, she who was barren uh, is six months pregnant. Uh, and so then, fast forward three months from March 25th to today, 
uh, it would be the time of fulfillment, nine, nine months, uh, and, uh, and would be the birth of John. And also, the reason uh, that uh, they set this as the Feast of the Nativity of John the Baptist deals with that wonderful saying in John's Gospel, where John the Baptist is uh, saying, you know, behold the Lamb of God. He's talking to, to Philip and Andrew his disciples, John's disciples at the time, and pointing out Jesus, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, and basically points to them and says, you must follow him now. And he says, um, whether it's right at that moment or a bit later, he says, he, meaning Jesus, he must increase as I must decrease. And the idea being it's tied to the solstice because Jesus, the birth of Christ, uh, they set at that time uh, when the Romans were celebrating the Feast of the Unconquerable Sun, because even in the midst of the, the depth of, uh, of the sun and, and the earth had turned away enough that the sun, the days were shortest, but they were beginning to come back and the light was increasing. And so Jesus must increase, the light must increase in the world as we have just experienced the summer solstice uh, just three days ago, and, and we've had the height of what that light looks like, and now that light is beginning to decrease. And, and so therefore, it brings to light John's words. John, uh, he, Jesus, must increase as the light of the world comes into the world, and I must decrease as the light begins to go out of the world. Uh, and so it's wonderfully fascinating how... Again, the rhythms of nature speak to the glory of God and speak to the story. And, and those who set the dates really had that rhythms, the, the natural rhythms within as they set that. Uh, so what do we want to talk about in the gospel? So beautiful. Let's talk about first. Remember, after Elizabeth here gives birth to John, they ask her what the name is. Uh, and she says, John, because they were going to name him Zechariah. You know, first of all, <laughs> can you imagine uh, you or I giving birth and uh, the family thinks they're going to name the child and not the parents? <laughs> because it even says that here. Uh, when it came to the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, no, he's going to be called John. And they're like, pish posh why would we call him John there's no John in your family so then they go uh, to Zechariah who then writes it down that his name will be called John and uh, and so first of all it's the importance of family you know later in the gospels we will hear of Mary coming to the outside Jesus is teaching with his disciples and Mary comes with it says his brothers and sisters um, and again, I'm sure we'll, we'll go over that scripture at some point, but really, brothers and sisters, that same word uh, that is translated brothers and sisters in that instance means um, relative, cousin, uh, family. And so it doesn't necessarily mean actual brothers and sisters. I mean, it could, but we don't know that to be true. And it, it just shows that the importance of family and it wasn't just immediate family, but the dynamic, the, the, the extended family, the absolute importance of them in the life of uh, those tribes at the time, that they 
were so close that they would assume the naming of the child, which, of course, assumes responsibility for the child. And uh, Aunt Elizabeth says, no, it's John. And then Zechariah does, too, and he has to write it down because recall when the angel Gabriel came to him nine months earlier, he was unable, well, he was talking to angel Gabriel and brought forward some doubt in terms of how can Elizabeth and I have a child at this point? We are so barren. And uh, Gabriel said, well, if that's how you feel, you will now be struck dumb uh, until uh, the time of birth. And it's when he proclaims his name to be John that his tongue is freed. And does he speak bitterly of the last nine months? No, he speaks of the glory of God. And in fact, the verses that were all cut out, and I wish they wouldn't have, but it would have been a really long gospel, uh, were what's called the Canticle of Zechariah. And brothers and sisters, it's so good. If you have time, look at Luke chapter 1, verses 67 to 79. Uh, And that is when Zechariah is filled with the Holy Spirit and he prophesies, Uh, And I won't read it all, but blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has visited and brought redemption to his people. Da-da-da-da-da-da. And then he prophesies to John. He says, you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the daybreak from on high will visit us to shine on those who sit in darkness and death's shadow, and to guide our feet into a path of peace. Again, he is at nine months in which he could choose, brothers and sisters, and you and I, when we have adversity, can choose either bitterness or anger um, or hurt, or we can reflect on what God is doing and what he has done. And he chooses the latter, and he just praises God with his first words and talks about, hey, God has not abandoned us. God is with us. Blessed be the Lord of God, the God of Israel, who has visited and brought redemption. How is he going to do that? Because my child is going to go before and, uh, and proclaim knowledge of salvation to everybody through the forgiveness of, sin, of their sins and bring the tender mercy of God present to this reality. How great is that? How great that he was able to look not on his uh, hardship, but on what God is doing. And maybe that's a lesson for us. Maybe not necessarily took a look on our hardships from day to day. And they are many, and I know that. And I don't want to belittle those. Um, But also to look at what God is doing day by day and uh, in the tender mercies and his salvation that he continues Um, to bring about through the forgiveness of my sin, your sin, and the sins of the world, Uh, even those who don't acknowledge that yet. That's what salvation looks like, that that those things, those faulty thoughts and steps and things that divide, um, they don't keep us from God, certainly don't keep God from us anyway. They may keep us from God, But all we have to do is acknowledge them and realize they're nothing. Last thing I want to say, because there's so much more, but the last thing I want to say, the child grew. So this is verse 80 now. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. 
you know, brothers and sisters, it's not like Elizabeth and Zechariah said, okay, here's this eight-day-old child. How wonderful it is. We're just going to go put him in the desert and let him grow up there on, you know, <laughs> what is it, wild honey and, and whatever else he was eating out there. Um, and good luck and God bless, John. No, no. I mean, again, we're using religious language that he is in the desert um, learning what his mission is. I mean, remember, when Jesus went in the desert, it was to try to understand what did that mean that I've been called. Uh, the Holy Spirit came down and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. I got to go out into the desert to understand what that means. But then once he understands, and he understands what that calls him to be, he comes out of the desert and is made manifest. That is true of John, too. He had to go to the desert to understand what that meant, that he was going to be go before uh, to prepare the way and, and to, to bring people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of sins. What did that call him to his mission, and how did that look? But when he understood... He came forward and lived that. Brothers and sisters, that is no different than you and I, that we are called to the desert, and we are unable to come forward from that desert until we know what our mission is and can live that well. And so may it be true, may we have those moments of quiet where we wrestle with who we are and what we are and, and what we are called to be and do. But when we know, may we make ourselves manifest to the children, the people of God, what, what they at the time would call the manifestation to Israel. Let's pray. Uh, we will continue our journey through the uh, luminous mysteries uh, today, uh, but let's have a moment of silence if there is someone or something for which you would like to pray and invite you to bring it to mind at this time. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, Jesus proclaims the kingdom of God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Well, my friends, I hope that your Wednesday is a good one. Uh, We are halfway through our week. Blessings on the rest of it, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. Bye-bye.